0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, good to have you with me again on our podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God, King Jesus, while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. Super, super, super happy to have you with me this week, episode 193 of our podcast. I just want you to know that I don't take for granted that you are with me on a regular basis listening and learning and applying the things that we are learning together because we want to be healthy leaders, empowering leaders. We want to be loving leaders, kind leaders, assertive leaders, empowering leaders, gentle leaders, gracious leaders, bold and courageous leaders. We want to make a difference, and I'm so glad, glad, glad that you are with me. Really, really, am I feel that so strongly today? I just want you to know that I love you, and I'm grateful that you choose to spend this time with me each week. As always, I would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and your your leadership team, and uh, share it through social media. Would love for you to leave a review and a rating wherever you may be listening. you want to know more about me, Lance Bain, you can check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E. There are many other resources available there, as well as you can communicate with me through the website. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know how this podcast is adding value to you. Are there certain subjects or topics that would be helpful for us to do together on this podcast? So this is episode 193. Today, I want to talk about being a kind leader. And I want to talk about why being a kind leader is so important. What is it what is it what does being a kind leader produce? This is this podcast really stems from a very personal place in my life. And so I wanna I want to talk about give some reasons why being a kind leader is important and how we can do that. So being a kind leader You know, one of the immediate thoughts that I think is important to recognize and to admit and to probably maybe for some of us is to ponder is that kindness is not weakness. Kindness is not weakness. How many of us have been the kind of leader or been around the kind of leader that is aggressive, mean, mean mean-spirited, micromanaging, dogmatic, controlling, fearful, anxious, rude, they don't give compliments, they, they don't affirm, they don't validate, they don't celebrate, they don't champion, they don't care, they don't coach, they don't contribute. It's kind of like a dictator leadership, and and we don't want to be that kind of leader. We, we, we recognize and, and we talk often in, in, in as a podcast family about how important culture is for leadership, and that culture primarily is a reflection of you. You, you, you are the culture. You, you carry the culture. And it's very difficult to have an authentic, genuine culture if it's not genuine and authentic to who you are and how you're growing and how you're developing, how you're following other people while you also ask other people to follow you as a leader. And I think it's so important to be a kind and generous leader. Kindness. Kindness is not weakness, Kindness is strength. Kindness is security. Kindness is generosity. Kindness doesn't mean that you're a leader who is thin and anemic. And and I don't mean thin physically. I mean thin, weak, anemic, um, lacking. No, I've actually found some of the kindest leaders I know to be the most generous leaders. That that their life. Overflows and oozes hope and optimism and, and wisdom and, and work ethic and, and sacrifice and affirmation and encouragement because kindness overflows as an expression of love for people and a belief in people. <laughs> kindness as a leader is a countercultural statement that basically says. I'm tired of a mean world. I'm tired of a negative world. I'm tired of a mean world. I'm tired of a selfish world. I'm tired of the narcissistic uh, environment in which many of our leaders operate. No, 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 friends. Kindness is countercultural. Kindness is revolutionary. And maybe we need a kindness revolution. Kindness is an important quality and trait For leaders, and and I would go as far as to say it is crucial for leaders. It is crucial for leaders to be kind. Let me give you a few reasons why I believe that. Kindness matters, and it matters because kindness builds trust and loyalty. Kindness begets trust, and trust begets kindness. Personally, When I just think about me not as a leader but as a human being, what do I want to be known for? When I'm really old and maybe near the end of my life and I look back, I I want to look back and say, I was a kind man. I was a kind person. And I want that kindness to beget trust and I want the trust to beget kindness. Kindness begins and builds trust, and that creates an environment where people can take risks and emotionally expose what's going on in their lives so that leadership is not just about productivity. Leadership is about transformation of the human heart and the human soul and the human spirit, and kindness serves that purpose. Kindness creates the kind of space where those that we lead experience in us trust and safety, and love, and care. And you know what that produces? More loyal followers, followers, more loyal employees, more loyal teammates, more loyal people in the ministry. I'm not for sure there's very many reasons why you and I can't be kind. No one determines if we're going to be kind or not. We determine, that's a choice we make, to be kind. The second reason why kindness is crucial, why kindness matters is because it encourages open communication. A great leader, a kind leader, wants an environment where your team members, your staff, your ministry, your small group, your church, whatever it may be, can feel comfortable and confident in sharing differing opinions and differing thoughts. And when you respond to those with kindness and a smile and an open heart greater creativity greater collaboration greater connection and greater communication happens powerful friends do you feel the power of kindness it i'm telling you it is like a hidden secret for the leader kindness kindness also reduces stress and anxiety Kindness can lower the anxiety and the fear that's in a room. My good friend, maybe more of an acquaintance, had more involvement with him years ago, But Danny Silk at LovingOnPurpose.com, he often talks about that. If you want the best out of your friends, your teammates, your environment, your business, your marriage, your family, whatever your leadership context is, if you want the best from other people, you've got to get fear and anxiety out of the room as fast as you can, as much as you can as much as you can kindness is a really big broom that pushes fear and anxiety out of the space and it welcomes vulnerability transparency because people know that they're not going to be met with judgment or criticism or complaint or comparison or condemnation they're going to be met with kindness and faith and belief Yeah, some things have to be dealt with. Some things are going to have to change. But kindness fosters the kind of greenhouse where really beautiful and dynamic things can grow. Kindness. It really matters, friends. Let me give you one last reason why kindness matters. Kindness matters because it role models the sort of culture that you want. A kind leader can set a powerful example for other people to follow. The kind leader models behavior and language and attitude and interaction and decision-making that you want others to duplicate, copy-and-paste kindness. Let's just copy-and-paste kindness. And this creates a very powerful and compelling culture. You want the kind of culture where your people never want to leave. And you also want the kind of culture that if they do leave, it goes and it is reproduced. I have found that people who are merciful and loving and kind are also generous and creative. They are secure in their identity. And friends, that's the kind of life we want to live. That's the kind of leadership environment that we want to offer and operate in. Kindness. It's so, so powerful and an offers positivity and productivity. Could you just take a moment and imagine what your work environment, your ministry, your small group would be like if kindness was on the rise? Jesus is the kindest person I've ever met. His unending mercy, his transformative love, his justice, his justice and judgments are always aimed at what interferes with love. He's kind and he's generous and he's strong. And you and I can be that kind of leader. Kindness matters. Let's be kind leaders. So you may be asking yourself, is kindness just being nice? It's more than being nice. Here's ways in which you can actually grow in kindness. First of all, I think it's a deep internal work. Kindness is something that is formed in us in a slow yet intentional process. I had someone ask me the other day about how do they mature as a leader in certain areas of their life faster. And I said, well, the first thing you have to do is eliminate the word faster. There's no faster. There's just deeper there's deeper putting your roots down as a leader into these core ideas. And friends, I, I just I wish I could reach through the microphone and reach through wherever you may be listening and, and, and just touch your shoulders and just say, you can do this. Do the hard, slow, deep work of transformation. Be a kind leader. It's not simply doing kind things. It's being a kind person. And that you got to do that internal work. And that may require you to confront past wounds and traumas and issues and issues of unforgiveness and and betrayal or rejection or anger or fear or control. But you can do it, friend. You can do it. So how do I, is being a kind leader simply being a nice leader? No, it is a deeper transformative work. It is a formation process. You are formed and then you want to fill that form with kindness so that you can function as a kind leader. Form, fill, function. Form, fill, function. All right, so you're doing the deep inner work. You're you're, you're growing in kindness. You're, You're doing that deeper, slow, formational work. How does that actually function? Let me give you some practical ways. Be helpful. Be helpful. Sacrifice. Be generous. Offer support to those around you that are in need. Doesn't matter who it is. A kind worker, a co-worker, a kind person, a stranger. Be kind. Smile. Be generous. Be complimentary. Be helpful. Also use kind words. It's not just... A kind vocabulary, but it's also a kind tone. It's a hopeful tone, an optimistic tone. Avoid criticism and judgments and harsh words and harsh language. Use the kind of vocabulary that lifts other people up and encourages them. Earlier today, I had an experience with strangers, really, people I didn't know. But we were together for a couple of hours through a unique event. And when we were done, and I don't know the religious um status or, 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 or uh, history of those people that we were with, but I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. I'm a follower of Jesus, and he's changed my life. And, and when we were done, one of the individuals said, Lance, I just want you to know how much I enjoyed the time with you today. You were a calming presence. <laughs> yeah. It's not just because I showed up. It's because we are intentional about working on the formation of kindness peace, calmness, and that kindness showed up through words of encouragement, uplifting words, a vocabulary that, that speaks nicely of others, affirms others, looks them in the aisle, smiles, walks slowly, gentle handshake, all of these kinds of things. You can use kind words. Also, avoid gossip and negativity. That's a big part of using kind words. You can't say a nice thing to someone and then turn around and say something negative behind their back. It doesn't work that way. We know this, but it's so easy to fall into these traps. Be respectful Treat others with the kind of respect they deserve. Treat other people with respect even if they don't deserve it. Friends, I I, I just implore you to avoid the, 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 the attitude of the age that it's dog eat dog. Be a countercultural leader. Be a kind leader and do kind things. Practice that self-kindness. The internal words that you use, be kind to yourself, take care of yourself, be compassionate towards yourself. When was the last time you criticized yourself into greatness? It doesn't happen. When was the last time you complained yourself into breakthrough and into greater productivity? Yeah, it doesn't happen. But compassion, creativity, connection, courage, calmness, kindness, these are the things that really matter. I would also ask you, how do we demonstrate kindness because we're being kind? Listen. Be an active listener. Be a reflective listener. Listen, not just to the words, but to the emotions. Look at them and and name your interpretations and, and name your thoughts and reflect back to what they're saying. Oftentimes, when people feel heard, they feel kindness They're seen, they're not overlooked. I mean, my gosh, how much does our world just overlook each other? You're a number, you're a like, you're a comment, you're a retweet and our humanity and our dignity and our value and our worth is overlooked and it's only valuable and only worth something as long as it benefits other people. Now friends, being a kind leader says you are valuable no matter what you produce. You are worth love. You are worth kindness. You are worth listening to. Think about the relationships right now that aren't going the way you want. And I wonder what would happen if you just practice more kindness. Practice empathy. Listen actively. Be patient. You know, be helpful. Use kind words. Avoid negative gossip and slander and negativity. Oh, man, we don't have time for that stuff. Nobody has time for that. And being kind to yourself. Being kind to yourself. Yeah, kindness is, uh, it is a secret weapon as a leader. And I want to encourage you to be kind. Be a kind leader. Don't just do kind things that's not sustainable if you're not becoming a kind person. Do the diligent, fervent interior work to become a kind person and practice then kindness in your leadership. It doesn't mean that you don't do conflict. It doesn't mean that you don't hold people accountable. It doesn't mean that you don't have identified markers for measurement and for growth and for success and profitability. Yeah, all of that is there. But I I believe that those things will increase and move in the direction that you want when you practice more kindness as a leader, as a leader, as a person. So be a kind leader episode. I hope this helps you. I mean, I think my passion is coming through today. If you could see me on this podcast, my hands are flying around. I mean, I'm leaning forward because I really want you to be a kind leader. I think it'll make a remarkable difference in your leadership environment. Give compliments, be kind, be generous, be be a kind leader. All right. Okay. Hey, I love you. I do. And I, I want to see you grow in this. And I just want to Thank you for spending this time with me, episode 193 of our podcast, Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. And I think kindness, if you make a commitment today to be a kind person, when you become old and you're looking back on your life, I think it'll have more meaning because you chose to be kind. Yeah, it'll be chose to be kind. People don't always remember what you say, but they remember how you treat them and they remember how you made them feel. And kindness is powerful. All right. I love you. Thank you for listening this week, everybody. Stay hopeful and stay healthy. And I'll talk to you again on our next podcast.